Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, May 26th. And this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week prior to Game 1 to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And yes, the Bruins are awaiting a start date for the second round of the postseason. We're going to get into today who we want them to play, whether it be the Penguins or the Islanders in Round 2. Also, update you on what Cam Neely said in his post first round media availability on Tuesday. Before we get to that, let me remind you that each episode will be automatically uploaded to your podcast feed if you hit that subscribe button. So please do so immediately so that you never miss an episode here on the Locked On Boston Ruins podcast Monday to Friday. Uh, If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LOBostonBruins. On Instagram, it's Locked On Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, life updates at Ian C. McLaren on both platforms. Like I mentioned, Cam Neely met with the media on uh, Tuesday, and he had uh, a few interesting things to say. First of all, we'll take a look at uh, the future, and he commented on both Tuka Rask and David Krejci being unrestricted free agents. Uh, He was asked about them staying with the organization beyond this season, and he believes they would like to end their careers with the Boston Bruins. He said, I kind of let the season go along, just let them focus on playing this year. But his guess is they would like to return. He thinks they both would probably like to finish their careers as Boston Bruins. We'll see what happens this offseason. There's something to be said about playing for one organization. And right now, that's what it's looking for for both Tuca and David. Uh, Neely did add that any contract talks with Rask specifically were tabled until after the season. Both Tuca and the Bruins said they would table everything for after the season to see how things go and get a better sense after the season's over. For Tuca, how he's feeling, both mentally and physically, and they will go from there. Neely noted he thought Rask was extremely dialed in during the first round and that he played really well and was very poised. They'll have to see how they can make things work. Again, they want to get through the season, see how things play out, and they'll go from there. But the way that Tuca played for his career in Boston is pretty impressive, Neely said. And he's a leader, not only in the regular season wins, but in playoff wins. And then for David Krejci, he always seems to elevate his game in the playoffs. He's done it before. He's doing it again now, although he only had a couple assists in the first round. And they'll go from there once the season is over. That, of course, will be a big talking point here on the podcast in the offseason, which hopefully is still a few weeks away yet. Now, Cam Neely, he has had a front row seat for one of the best stretches of success in uh, Bruins history. He has been uh, with the team in an executive role 
since uh, for quite some time now. I can't remember exactly since when, but the Bruins have made the playoffs in 12 of 14 seasons since he took over as vice president and then later as president. Neely believes the team's leadership group has made such a sustained run of success possible and the players' understanding of the expectations that come with suiting up for the black and gold. He said, we're blessed to have the leadership group that we've had for the past decade. It starts there. When you introduce new players to the organization, they either have to buy in or we'll find others that will. I think that our locker room is probably one of the best in the league as far as how the players really play for each other and really enjoy each other's company. It's a really tight group, and that starts with leadership. It's also about character, he said. You've got to have the right players with the right character that know what it means to play here and understand what this market is as far as being a hockey player in Boston. All of those things combined, you certainly hope you can get all those ingredients and mix them all together properly, and the Bruins have been blessed that they've had that for the past 10, 11, 12 years. He also spoke glowingly about Patrice Bergeron, who has set the tone when it comes to what is expected when putting on the spoke to be. He said there's been so much already said about Patrice and his character and his leadership abilities. I really loved this quote. He pulls people in as opposed to pushing them away. He really wants to get to know everybody, not just as teammates, but also personally and their families. Neely gives him a ton of credit for how he does lead. Uh, he said, I don't know if there are many guys like him, not just in hockey, but maybe in sports generally, especially in team sports like we're playing in. Just because of his nature and how he is and how he works and the work ethic he has, it's hard for others not to follow that. It really is. Uh, very glowing uh, words about Patrice Bergeron from uh, the team president. Um, Neely also discussed how there will be a near-capacity crowd for the second round. Uh, fans have been returning to the TD Garden at a limited capacity, first at 12%, before increasing to 25% in early May. But when the Bruins open their second-round series against either the Islanders or the Penguins, uh, it will be a full capacity uh, beginning on Sunday. Uh, so if the Bruins host the Islanders in Game 1, then it'll be a full arena. Uh, if they play the Penguins, that will be for Game 3, as the Penguins would have home ice advantage in the next round. Maybe show everybody that life is returning to somewhat normal, Neely said during his press conference. As we've all experienced, it's been a strange 14-15 months, but it's going to be extremely exciting. Going from no fans to 12% was a big difference for the players. 25% was a really big difference, especially in the playoffs. And to get near capacity is going to be amazing, not only for the fans that are dying to come watch some live hockey, but also for the players in terms of uh, just the energy in the building. Uh, when you're in the building watching, it's a dramatic difference. Very excited about this next round for sure with fans in the building. Before we get to Neely's thoughts on the Penguins and Islanders and my personal take on who the Bruins would rather play. Uh, let's talk for a moment about locker room. Locker room is changing the way we talk about sports. It's the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the NHL and our Boston Bruins. You'll find fans just like you on locker room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to big news or rumors. You have a chance to chat with me 
and might even have a chance to be featured on the podcast through our Locker Room Conversations. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices as well as uh, there's a beta version in Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the uh, NHL group for the latest league updates, and follow me at LockedOnBruins to be notified when our room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live prior to Game 1 of the second round, whenever that is. I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on the Bruins. I'll see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. Do you have a favorite Built Bar? They come in nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time one. Uh, if you don't know them, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, literally something for everyone. If you haven't tried the nine flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. They're not only great tasting, but they're also uh, healthy too. Most of the flavors have about 17 grams of protein, around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. You can order today and get that raspberry or a mint brownie or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, uh, Cam Neely was asked if he had been watching the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins-New York Islanders series. Surely he is. And uh, his impressions. He said kind of what has been advertised. They both have their own style of play. We knew whatever four teams were going to get into the playoffs in the East Division, it was going to be tough hockey and close games for the most part. That's just the way teams are now for the most part. Teams are not as separated as they used to be. What we're seeing is what we expected, not just in that series, but across the league. Uh, He said he was thinking primarily just about the next game, uh, not about the entire series. I think that's the mindset of our players. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves in terms of whether or not this team is capable of making a deep run. There's still a lot of really good hockey teams playing in the playoffs right now. It's just about worrying about how we need to play how we need to prepare, which I think we're going to be very well prepared. The coaching staff does an amazing job preparing the players. They did that for the Washington series, and they'll be just as prepared for whoever uh, they play in the next round. Uh, Neely said he uh, thinks the rest that they're getting here is very important, kind of echoing what Bruce Cassidy said, especially if you hope to have a long run. These days off are going to be very beneficial moving forward. Uh, But when the guys get back on the ice, they're going to be ready to work. That's what has to happen. The coaching staff will be ready to get these guys ramped up as the days progress and as we get into the first game of the second round. And the Bruins will be back on the ice for practice here on uh, Wednesday at Warrior Ice Arena. I believe it will be around 11 a.m. And uh, we'll get an idea of... Whether or not uh, Jeremy Lozon, Jacobs Borrell, able to skate. And uh, yeah, kind of exciting to get them back on the ice. Now when it comes to who we want to face in the second round, right now the New York Islanders have a 3-2 series lead and could advance tonight if they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins on home ice. Uh, That game begins at 6.30 p.m. 
Eastern time. Now, there's a couple ways to look at uh, who we want to play. First of all, you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins. You see they have Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, uh, Chris Letang, uh, Jake Gensel. They have very high-end talent that uh, could take over a game. And so far, they have been dominant against the New York Islanders uh, when it comes to possession stats. They have a uh, 57.95 Corsi percentage at 5-on-5. They've taken 299 shot attempts. They've only allowed 217. If you kick that up to all situations, uh, the Penguins have a 332 shot attempts, 258 against for a 56 0.27 Corsi percentage, which is third in the NHL in the playoffs. Their ranking at five on five puts them second behind only the Colorado Avalanche. Expected goals, which takes into account uh, not only shot attempts, but also shot quality. Right now, they are at 52.77, uh, which is seventh. Uh, if you're you know, positive, that means you're getting more expected goals than the opposition, which automatically means, of course, that the Islanders uh, are on the other side of 50% here in this one. So the Penguins, a very dynamic offensive team, or they are capable of being so at the very least. However, when it comes to goaltending, the New York Islanders have a distinct advantage. The Islanders, uh, you know, have two very... Good goalies in Semyon Varlamov and Ilya Sorokin. Sorokin has played two of the games so far in this series. He has posted a record of 3-0 with a 9.51 save percentage. Varlamov has appeared in two games, a 9.03 save percentage. So it really looks like Ilya Sorokin uh, will be the guy moving forward for this team. He was a third-round pick. Uh, 78th overall back in 2014. For his career, he has a 918 save percentage, which is very good. And uh, the 25-year-old looks like a guy who could be an elite-level goalie at the NHL level. On the other end, we have Tristan Jari, who, for whatever reason, decided to handle the puck himself in double overtime the other night, toss it up the middle right to Josh Bailey, who deposited the puck into the back of the net for the game-winning goal. He has a 9.02 save percentage. Uh, and, you know, that <laughs> would be ideal for the Bruins. You always look at whichever team has the better goaltending uh, as the potential favorite in the, uh, in the in the matchup. You look at the Winnipeg Jets and the Edmonton Oilers in the first round. Uh, Oilers stacked up high in their roster with McDavid Dreisaitl, but Connor Hellebuck uh, just completely dominant in that series. And, you know, it was much closer than the sweep uh, would tell you. And it was Hellebuck who really shut the door on the Oilers and stole that series. Well, maybe stole the series is a bit strong, but he um, was very vocal in making it a four-game sweep at the very least. So goaltending... A huge advantage for the Islanders over the Penguins. And for me, as a Bruins fan, I would be a lot more 
nervous heading into a second round series against the Islanders, knowing that their goaltending could steal a game or two. Um, not that the Bruins don't have that either. Obviously, Tuka Rask has the ability to steal some games. Uh, he has a 941 save percentage uh, through five games against the Washington Capitals, who are a very good offensive team. Uh, but I would really rather have a bigger gap in the goaltending and Rask versus Jari would certainly give that. I think the Bruins certainly have the wherewithal to shut down the uh, Penguins top guns. Evgeny Malkin kind of banged up, hasn't looked like himself for much of the season. And uh, I really think they have a better chance of beating the Pittsburgh Penguins than the New York Islanders just based on that goaltending. I also don't really want to go four to seven games uh, hearing about Matt Barzal, just uh, to be honest, kind of done with that conversation. So yeah, I think we would rather the Penguins. So cheering for the Penguins tonight. Obviously, it would also be great if that series went seven games. So those teams uh, get more physically beat up, tired, heading into round two. They would have less of a break heading into the second round. Uh, I'm not too worried about the Bruins catching any rust in between here. They practice hard, and uh, they'll be back on the ice here today, and certainly will be prepared for whatever opponent they face. Let me know what you think. Do you want the Penguins? Do you want the Islanders? I actually put up a, uh, a poll on the Twitter account the other day, and I didn't even check the, uh, the results. What did you vote for? We had 47.6% vote, it doesn't matter which is very fair. 35.7% voted for the Penguins. 16.7% voted for the Islanders. So uh, the majority of you don't really care who they play. think the Bruins are strong enough to beat either team. I'd probably err on that side as well. I think the Bruins could and should beat either team. And if they don't advance out of the East and into the Final Four, uh, I will personally be uh, pretty disappointed, and I'm sure a bunch of you would be as well. Wednesdays are usually when we do a mailbag segment. I guess we'll postpone that to tomorrow. I just wanted to have that quick conversation. So if you do have any questions, please send them over to at Ian C. McLaren or at LO Boston Bruins, or you can send them to Locked On Bruins on Instagram as well. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting nudes, all major sports leagues, including the NBA and NHL playoffs. Before the next game, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You can also sign up for a free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get into the games as the Bruins prep for their run to the Stanley Cup. Use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, what happened in the NHL on uh, Wednesday? We had the Maple Leafs pushing the Canadians to the brink with a shutout in Game 4. They lead their series 3-1. The Hurricanes beat the Predators in overtime to take a series lead there. Uh, Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, released a... Uh, statement or an op-ed on the anniversary of George Floyd's murder. Uh, He said, As we pause to reflect on this past year, a year for everyone, of uncertainty, anxiety, fear, and hope, 
from the collision of a once in a generation health and racial justice crises, I've come to more deeply understand areas for growth on an individual level as well as for the game of hockey. Today, that would be yesterday, marks one year since George Floyd's murder, a tipping point for our society across issues of racism, social justice, representation, and equality. In many ways, this tragedy acted as an accelerant within the sports world, pushing us to use our platform and influence to stand for what is right. He said our aspiration to make hockey for everyone can only be achieved if we allow hockey culture to be created by everyone. I encourage everyone to check that out. It's on NHL.com. And, uh, you know, I think it still could have been a bit stronger. And the NHL could do more, uh, especially just visibly saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, things like that. But um, it was a good statement from Bettman and uh, cool to see that on the NHL.com website. Couple news and notes from around the NHL. Ryan Nugent Hopkins' name has come up when it uh, comes to unrestricted free agents. He's coming off a seven-year deal worth an average average annual value of $6 million. I kind of floated the idea on Twitter the other day that I wonder if he'd want to uh, play with Taylor Hall again. I think he would look pretty good in black and gold. Uh, he's a great, versatile forward, not quite the offensive dynamo that you'd expect from a first overall pick, but very solid uh, in both ends of the ice and uh, has become a, a pretty good uh, center for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, you know, if David Krejci discussions fall apart or they can't agree on something, uh, that would be a very uh, enticing alternative to be sure. But my preference would be to have uh, Krejci come back uh, and play with, with uh, you know, Bergeron ahead of him, Coyle behind him in the lineup. Jackson Nika needs to find a spot. Uh, but again, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here as we look ahead to uh, the offseason and some questions that will be raised uh, there. I should also mention New York Islanders winger Oliver Wallstrom could be sidelined for Game 5 tonight against the Penguins. He suffered an injury following a collision with Penguins defenseman Mike Matheson in Game 4. He, uh, yeah, apparently he hurt his knee, but his neck really bent awkwardly as well. And that would be a big loss for the Islanders. He's a, a very effective winger for that team. Uh, Wayne Gretzky has stepped down as vice chairman of the Oilers and is reportedly joining TNT as a lead hockey analyst starting next season. Uh, that would be, yeah, pretty interesting. I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a guy who, I mean, obviously he knows the game, but uh, not quite the high-level entertainment that uh, the NBA broadcast brings on their TNT coverage. And finally, the New York Rangers interviewed former Coyotes coach Rick Tockett for their vacant head coaching position. Uh, they already interviewed uh, Gerard Gallant. He's considered the leading candidate. I believe I read also that Tockett will interview for the Sabres job and the Blue Jackets job. So it looks like he's making the rounds as well. I think that's it for today's episode of Locked On Bruins. Again, like I mentioned, they will be back on the ice here this morning, 11 a.m. at Warrior Ice Arena to resume practice ahead of round two. Penguins Islanders, 6.30 p.m. tonight. We'll all be watching that, I'm sure, as we await the Bruins opponent. Again, uh, kind of hoping the Penguins 
push it to seven just to uh, get maximum, uh, you know, maximum gains out of that one, tire themselves out. And ultimately, I think the Bruins would be best served playing against the Penguins, especially with their goaltending woes at the moment. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Hit me up. Hit me up with some uh, mailbag questions. I hope you're all doing well, taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Uh, I've been re-watching Master of None this week after uh, watching the new season. Uh, very enjoyable to go back and watch that show. And uh, yeah, just trying to enjoy the outdoors uh, despite allergy season, which I'm sure you can hear in my voice. And I'm really enjoying the new Lord Huron album. Uh, if you're looking for something new to listen to, do check that out. They are great. All right, friends, have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow with some updates from practice and perhaps a look ahead at Boston's second-round opponent. Peace.